Thursday, it's 0320 hours. I'm back. This little ditty is called No Biz Like Hit Biz. I'm going to pick up where I left you dangling. So some background. When I was enlisted many, many moons ago, touring around the world, ducking bullets and often terrorists, fate tossed me a bone. I made shitloads of scratch. How, you inquire? I took the measly cash that Uncle Sam paid me to kill people and break things and invested them in stocks and property. After my tours, I traveled around the world. I met Wifey while running with the bulls in Pamplona, Spain. I'll never forget that moment. I'm running on one side of a pissed off bull and she's running on the other side of him. Her ink black ponytail swinging side to side. When our eyes meet, she winks. As she dusts by us, she laughs. Rounding a corner in the plaza, I spot her sexy ponytail again. This time, she's only a couple paces ahead. My head turns to my right when another bull on steroids emerges from the shadows, pawing the ground and grunting. I realize he's also captivated by her. My innards are twisting like a pretzel. I watch that beast lower his massive head, his horns ready to skewer her like a shish kebab. Unaware of the bullshit behind her, my beautiful senorita keeps running. Desperate to save the woman of my naughty dreams, I sprint alongside her and I fling my body against hers. We crash into a side stall out of harm's way. Panting on top of her, I can feel her heart racing. I'm shocked when she slaps my face and shoves me off of her. Her coal eyes flash and she yells, What the hell are you doing? Saving you. Do it over sangria. Wifey, my hot-blooded, high-maintenance Madonna is in love with me and the posh life I give her. She's also a social climber. I sit back and watch. Damn, I'm off-roading again. Let's get back on track. Still wondering how I got into the biz? Well, the biz came knocking. I simply opened the door. One day, looking over a pile of bills dumped into my lap, courtesy of Wifey, I realize I have to come up with a new financial plan. After all, our boy Thunder has to attend the right private schools and wifey needs her membership at the country club. Bottom line, the money tree growing in the backyards withering faster than my hairline. Wifey thinks I'm a financial advisor, so when a hit comes up and I need to get out of Dodge, I tell her another one of my entitled millennial trust fund babies needs to discuss their portfolio. I'm leaving on a red eye and I'll be back in two days. As long as I keep her in designer clothes and Thunder's given privileges she never had, there's no questions. No drama, no hitches. But once again, I digress. Back to how I got in the biz. One night, while playing Call of Duty in my mole hole, aka my office, I get one of my mind-numbing headaches. When the little black dots finally stop flitting across my pupils, I stomp upstairs and poke around the bathroom medicine cabinet, only to discover an empty bottle of my pain-relieving hope. Son of a bitch, how hard is it to buy shit when you use the last of it? I toss the empty bottle towards the wastebasket. It bounces off the rim and plops in the toilet. Fuckity fuck, I ain't going after it. That's wifey's punishment for leaving me an empty bottle. Hey, did I ever mention that I'm a tad spiteful? Again, how damn hard is it to replace something you used the last of? How hard is it? I take a deep breath, I count to ten, and stomp downstairs. 
I gaze out the French doors at the full moon and starlit sky, then grab my leather jacket off a peg, and I walk down to the local convenience store. Besides something for my headache, I need a pack of cigarettes. Smoking. A vice wife he hates and I can't seem to kick. As I walk up behind the convenience store, I can hear moaning and laughter coming from around the corner. I press myself against the wall and I sneak a peek around the side. Punk, wearing black clothes and sporting a man bun, is beating the living shit out of this old guy. And get this, the shitwad's working the old man over with his own cane. This could be someone's pop or grandpop. I assess the situation and go recon. I walk up to Punk, swipe the cane out of his right hand and grab him by his man bun. Before he can scratch, burp or fart, I headbutt his face. I chuckle when blood pours out of his nose like cheap runny ketchup. To my delight, he decides to grow a pair and pulls a switchblade from his waistband. Waving it around, he says, You're dead. You're fucking dead. I spin the cane I'm holding like a ballerina and say, Blah, blah, blah. Bring it, asshole. When Punk lunges at me with a switchblade, I step aside, slam the cane down on his wrist and break it. Boy, does it feel good. When Punk falls to the ground screaming, he drops his weapon. I pick up the switchblade, fold it, Put it in my leather jacket pocket and inquire anything else because if I look, whatever I find, I'll kill you with. No, I ain't got nothing. You a cop or something? I flick Punk's forehead and say, what do you think? He scoots away moaning. You're fucking crazy, man. Damn right. Let this be a painful lesson on not jacking people up, lest you find yourself jacked. I watch Punk wipe his bloody nose with the bottom of his shirt. What, what does that mean? Before I can answer, the old man lying on the ground next to Punk says, It means stay out of this neighborhood, shitbird. Next time, I'll chop off your lid and shove it up your toilet in one motion. Chop off my lid? Up my toilet? You're as fucked up as he is. The old coot, lying on his back next to the Punk, turns and winks at me before slamming his elbow down on Punk's injured wrist. While Punk rolls away from him, crying like a little pansy, I help the old guy to his feet and check him over. He's busted up with a ripped shirt, but his eyes are twinkling and he's sporting a shit-eating grin. What you did for me, son? Nice work. Anything broken? Nah, my wings and stems seem to be working. Back of my lid hurts like a son of a bitch, though. Your what? You know, my arms, legs, and my head. Out of the corner of my eye, I see Punk trying to stand. I glare at him... With my steely blues, promise, move and I'll kill you. I need a doctor. You fucked up my nose and broke my wrist. I point at him, bitch, one more time and off to the medical examiner it is. I notice a gash on the old man's left cheek. You need to go to the hospital. Think that cheek of yours needs a couple of stitches. And the bump on your lid should be checked too. The old man touches his cheek, looks at his blood-tipped fingers and snorts. What's a little blood? Back in my day, it was a badge of honor. He wipes his hand on his pant leg, looks past me and growls. Where the hell's my cap? I spot his baseball cap on the ground near my feet and pick it up. When I see the World War II emblem on it, I look at the punk and spit. So, you like beating war heroes with their canes. Kiss my ass. I hand the cane to the old man and pat his back. Why don't you go inside and have the cashier call 911? Fuck that. I'm buying a beer. 
You want one? Nah, I'll take a bottle of water. I reach back to grab my wallet out of my back pocket. Put your money away, son. I got this. As he passes by Punk, he whacks the back of the delinquent's head with the tip of his cane and mumbles. Piss ant. What, what the hell's your problem, man? Penny waste? You are my problem. After the vet turns the corner, I go after Punk like a heat-seeking missile. Using my steel-tipped boot, I place a well-aimed kick to his side. Stop! You're breaking my ribs! Hoorah! Mission accomplished. Punk gets up slowly, holding his side with one hand and cradling the other. As he limps into the darkness, he yells. You're not fucking right, man. You need some serious help. I head towards the front of the convenience store and find the old vet sitting on a curb. He's got a maxi pad stuck to his face, held in place with duct tape. I pat him on the back and say, well, that's creative. Ain't nothing duct tape can't fix. He hands me a bottled water and I join him. As we tip back our libations, I tell him my name's, let's just say Will. Then he says his name, let's just call him Howard. Howard was UDT during the war. When Howard throws up his hands and rants, he reminds me of my pop. You know, if that pissant hadn't snuck up behind me and whacked me in the back of my lid like a coward, I would have shoved my cane up his toilet. His what? His toilet. You know, his ass. Come on. It ain't rocket science. Son, keep up. The game moves fast. Untwist your panties, Howard. I kicked his toilet good. I grip his shoulder and assure him I even got to have a little fun with him. I straighten his ball cap and I chuckle. I kicked his toilet good just for you. You make me proud, son. It's a damn shame when a man can't buy a pack of cigarettes without getting roughed up. This country's going down the drain like a sideways turd. You know, a man with your military skills can make a pretty penny. Military skills? What the hell are you talking about, Howard? Don't jerk me off. I saw the way you broke that kid's bones. I point to a bulge in his shirt pocket. It's the exact same size of a pack of cigarettes. My mouth starts to water. Hey, can I bum one? The old man nods as he pulls the pack out of his shirt pocket and tosses it to me. Sure, you earned it. I take one and toss the pack back. I put the cigarette in my mouth and reaching into my leather jacket for a smiling cactus-shaped lighter and mumble, I really gotta stop smoking these things. Why? They gonna kill you? A lot of things will kill you. But that cigarette dangling out of your mouth? I don't think so. The Surgeon General can shove all that shit about cancer sticks right up his federal furry toilet. Look at me. I've been smoking since the day I left my mama's titties. I'm older than dirt and still alive. And kicking. Great shape, too. I don't even need Viagra when I feel like doing some poking. Okay, that was seriously too much information. I'm about to light up when Howard leans in and whispers. Let me tell you a secret. I used to be a hitman before my hip gave out. No shit? Howard's face lights up with a devilish grin as he crosses his heart and says, Eagle Scout's honor. Son, give me your hand. I watch him pull a black pen from his shirt pocket. Why? Come on. You gonna bust my balls too? I hold out my hand. Howard flips it and scribbles on my palm. Call this number. Tell mother that Howard sent you. Oh, and say, sitting ducks. I stand up and help Howard to his feet. Howard, who the hell is Mother? And what's sitting ducks? He grins and says, Alrighty then. 
My ride is here. I'm intrigued. I want to know more about this mother and her geriatric covert operation lame ducks. Uh, I mean, shit. Sitting ducks. I'm about to needle Howard to spill more about the number scrawled on my hand when a shapely young woman straddling a Harley Davidson pulls into the parking lot and screeches to a halt just inches from us. Her hair is tucked under a helmet covered with painted skulls blowing hearts. Can't see her face because it's hidden behind a black tinted face shield. My eyes are drawn to her washboard abs peeking out from a thin white midriff t-shirt. When she drops her long, ragged, ripped denim-covered legs on either side of the bike, black leather thigh boots with stiletto metal heels hit the ground with a sexy clink. With a blood-red fingernail, she motions for Howard to join her. I glance at Howard and say, no fucking way. <laughs> Jealous much, Marine? Ooh-rah. Knew it. I can spot him every time. Howard gently nudges me in the side with his cane and struts towards his knotty night in shredded denim. He hands her his cane and she drops it into a side scabbard mounted on the side of the bike. Before the retired hitman revs off, he turns and salutes me. Make that call, son. So did I make the call, peeps? I'll spill dirty details next time. Oh, and about gator bait, Jose... Listen, he's still dead and ain't going nowhere. Be patient. I'm doing what's called a hook. It's working and you took the bait. So quit whining like a man bun pussy. Until next time, peeps, I'm Will Kill You. And I'm off with a bang.